It's the Tillcast, episode 367. You can be a turtle. <laughs> and this week, guys, we talk more Battletech. Invisible. Apex Legends. Creepy. And the Anthem Beta. Arm wrestling. Stay tuned. Yeah. You could hide in the wall. I had to get the uh, coffee off my beard. I didn't have anything. Uh, Did you just inhale? Carbonation Wait. does not. It does not work. Or even better, you can't go. Who okay. drinks like that? He does. You hey, look. it's a Tillcast. It is, and today <laughs> is uh, February 8th, 2019. Yeah, so drinks bong water, apparently. Um, I'm Nas. <laughs> I'm, I'm Jason. I'm Rusty. Fuck you. I'm next. Uh, um, and we're back. <laughs> and um, just for the uninitiated, you're going to get about 20 minutes of bullshit and a little sure. bit of games. 18 minutes of bullshit. 18, e- 32 seconds. Yeah. Um, but we are going to talk about bullshit first, so you just have to deal with it. It is an M-rated show, so if mm. you are a first-time listener... Yeah, if if you survived the F-bomb just now, yeah, <laughs> we're um, fine. You're you, fine. You, you have passed the test. You may proceed. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> all the disclaimers out of way, and man, that was fast. Um, that was. We're back. Yeah. Remember, usually that takes me about three minutes. What? Yeah. The what? Are the, you the, feeling the inspired this week? Or? No, I just had coffee. He's like, he's like, coffee. So what I'm getting from that is coffee gets him up more than the rock star does. Well, honestly, it kind of does. I keep having coffee as part of like a, I just got home and I want a little caffeine and then I keep drinking it and then I keep staying up too late. You like know, up sir. until the last couple of nights, I've been up till about almost 2.30 and then I've been forcing myself to try to get to bed by 11.30. That. That kind mm. of that kind of thing is not helping us with our official non sponsorship by Rockstar. <laughs> also, if I get a sponsorship by some form of coffee pods that were good, I'd be good with that too. I would just want a sponsorship at all. Yeah. <laughs> I just want somebody non, to give me a buck. A non game related sponsorship. That's like, all I want. Like, you wanna you wanna sponsor me? We say fuck shit and ass all the time, so I mean, if if you're cool with that, we'll put product placement right in front. <laughs> oh yeah, and we'll be honest, even if we hate your product. Yeah, because monster tastes like ass. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and a few levels below that is Red Bull, somewhere at the bottom it's the of base, the toilet. It's a base base flavor of. Uh, of monster tastes like fucking like somebody extracted fucking ball juice and just fucking like sat there and boiled it. <laughs> I was gonna say Red Bull's like bull semen and leather. It's it's not even that. It's a really tart flavor. So they what they I, I can agree with the leather. What they did was just fucking like roll some acid down some un un fucking tanned leather, collected it, Put it in a fucking bag, shoved it up a dude's ass, and made him run three miles to get the sweat taste in there. And then, fucking, <laughs> and and then they boiled that and put it into a can, you know, for safety. And said it gives you wings. Mm-hmm. It gives you wings, all right. Um, <laughs> speaking of, uh, I'm just gonna segue out of that because I'm hey, having, I'm wanting to throw hey, up. I, I've just fucking thrown two potential sponsors under the bus right there. So hey. Fucking yay! <laughs> so, remember last week we were talking about pizza, right? 
Yeah. So that <laughs> went. I went down a, a food hole. You you went down a hole, huh? I went down a down in a hole. Yeah. Um. I went down a hole, and I ended up having a cheat weekend. So it was Super Bowl weekend. Um, I knew my. I thought I knew my girlfriend was out of town on a cheer competition with her daughter and she was going to come back um, on Sunday. And I was like, well, we'll probably watch the Super Bowl anyway. Um, we're going to end up getting some kind of snacks. So I'll just go ahead and I'm going to pregame on Saturday night. And it wasn't pregame like liquor, alcohol. Like I drink, but I don't drink all the time. And I was like, I'm going to get me some food. So I got a whole, I got a small pizza. Right. And I was like, yes, this is all right. Cheating. Right, because I just had Savasanas before, and then I wanted some real pizza. Uh-huh. So I got pizza. And then the following morning, I ate pizza. And then for lunch. Um, you, you ordered another pizza? No, I went and got a burger. And then, and then she was running real late, so she didn't. She was missing the Super Bowl. And, of course, I don't, you know, I don't care. Um, I Sports ball. Yay. I decided that she's like, I don't really care. She's like, this year it's, you know, my not my game i don't really want to mess with it let's just do something else you didn't miss much because it was lowest scoring super bowl in history yeah um, so i was like i just want to cheat so i had a whole bunch of ideas for different dinner places and i was just like i'm gonna cheat i'm gonna do it right so i went to red lobster and i was just like i'm just gonna go to red lobster fuck it i don't care um so we went to red lobster and like it's not like the nicest restaurant in the world but they have some really amazing biscuits and as I'm yeah. eating my fourth biscuit, she's like, biscuits. she's like, you know, those are 450 calories and about 50 carbs, right? Oh, a piece, yeah. A piece. And I was reaching for the fifth one. Yes. Oh, yeah. I went through it. And then I they're had my worse. shrimp. <laughs> they're, they're, they're the best things ever. They're fucking delicious. They like, if I was going to eat a biscuit, that would be the biscuit I eat. You can get, like, the they, bi- you can get the biscuit mix. You know that, right? You yeah, can make that's, them too, at home. that's too dangerous. You, you know what's even better? It's if you take their biscuits. And I, I am guilty of doing this. Literally ordering biscuits from Red Lobster, carrying them out, going to the nearest KFC, getting their fucking gravy. Oh, God. Dipping those fucking biscuits in that gravy. If you knew how that gravy was made, you wouldn't. Usually, if I'm going to get fast food gravy, I go with Charlie's Chicken, which is super regional. Yeah. Like, there's well, like five well, of them. Or you can Their make gravy is good. Or you can make your own. I wasn't going to go that far. But yeah, I took the biscuits and some shrimp home. And then I proceeded to cheat again the following day because it was my mother's birthday. Um, so I went and got Asian Fusion, which is also a very local place. Whoa. Got me something called Quay Tao. Quay Tao. Quay Tao. Quay Tao. Quay Tao. It's like, I call it Malaysian stroganoff. Okay. It's just like bean shoots and like five different types of meat and flat noodles and like a brown sauce. And it's just fucking delicious. Yeah. So I made them eat made them eat it, which didn't really take much coaxing because they devoured it. Of course. Um, Sounds fantastic. But yeah, like I just fucking obliterated all the calories this weekend. Oh, yeah. And now I'm back on trying to be as good as possible. So it was like... Super low carb tacos, hamburgers on lettuce, which which made it hilarious to the fact that someone was looking for a specific ice cream when we walked in here. Oh yeah, my girlfriend's in the other room watching Archer, and she she Uh, can't find it because it's pretty much gone. (laughs) 
Oh. I didn't eat it. No, she. So oh. a couple weeks ago, we were having a, a night, right? And we'd gotten like a couple little things at Ben and Jerry's. It was like, you know, when I cheat, I'll usually cheat with her. And she likes the salted caramel like Ben and Jerry's. And there's a thing in the middle that's basically just salted caramel right in the middle. Yeah. I didn't know that. So I was like, let me try some. And I scooped out all the caramel by accident just in the middle. <laughs> so I left her with nothing but vanilla because I'm an unintentional dick. <laughs> and then she went and looked in the freezer because it's still in there because we didn't eat the whole thing. She's like, oh, yeah, there's it's, it's, it's just. It's, it's just a hole. It's just it's, it's an empty hole. shell. It's a hole of just it's just a vanilla wrap nothingness. Uh huh. That's bad design, Ben and Jerry's. What the hell? It's basically it's just a, a salted vanilla core about the size of a spoon. That's a terrible design, Ben and Jerry's. What the hell? <laughs> you need to you need to yeah. You just give me more. The guys who made pint ice cream famous. Yeah, well. it's still a shitload of calories, but it's delicious. Um, Any ice cream is a shitload of calories. In my moment of weakness, ice cream or not. In my moment of weakness, I went to Daylight Donuts and ordered a twelve dozen, twelve dozen, twelve dozen, twelve dozen. Twelve. I I ordered a dozen. Why didn't you just just go like dozen assorted, and they just give you like magic in a box? Why didn't you just go to like Hertz Donut or? Because Hertz Donut is in Tulsa, and I'm lazy. Fucking Daylight Donuts is right around the corner, so. It's hey, if I'm gonna, cheat. of course, if it's a freaking cheat, it's always gonna be a convenience cheat. You know how hard it is to get through Walmart freaking aisles anymore. And you're like, you look in any direction, it's any aisle, really. And I went to fucking Best Buy for a cable, and they're like, "Would you like some candy?" Like, what the fuck, what? That's how they keep the kids in there. Would, would you like some candy? So, would you like some candy? <laughs> <laughs> If it were me, though, if it were me, though, and I'm cheating at a donut shop, Uh, there is this little place out in Sand Springs near Titan School. A couple times I've gotten a, I've had to go drop him off Mm -hmm. in the morning before I go to work. Gone to this place. Mm -hmm. They have not just sausage rolls. Mm -hmm. They have these sausage squares. That are an actual like sausage patty with egg and cheese in it. Mm-hmm. That is fucking amazing. And their pastry is it's... like that light, flaky donut pastry. So I could eat this without the pastry. That that's mm-hmm. kind of sweet. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. And they're like a buck twenty a piece. Mm-hmm. I'll take a whole bag. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, it's the food cast with the tilt cast. Um, If y'all haven't figured out, we are three fairly big dudes who love food. So, uh, and honestly, you know, it's it's ironic where we're at. Like we're in the middle. Like it might, if you think about, if you're on any any coast, it might as well be Nebraska to everybody else, right? mm -hmm. Like Oklahoma has like two decently sized metropolitan areas, and everywhere else is nowhere's nowhere land, right? Right. But we have a lot of like boutique food places here. Like there's some weird French Asian fusion place downtown. I think it's oh, called Lone Wolf. Tulsa uh-huh. Tulsa really is and has been for a lot of decades. It is really kind of like a foodie mecca. Uh, um, maybe, maybe not. But I mean, like for the Midwest, like there's just a lot of decent stuff here. Right. Like there's that weird uh, 
like hot chicken place downtown that's yeah. really good too. I can't remember what it's called. And I mean, not not every little restaurant that that comes in here or opens here uh, survives. But you know, like we're just a bunch of fat fucks and we like to eat. We are, and, 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 and so <laughs> a lot of franchises actually use a lot of uh, franchises actually use Tulsa and Oklahoma City as testing grounds for new products well, they we, used to be a lot better but sonic was based out of here yeah out of sand springs yep their, their burritos are so good their breakfast burritos are still really good i, I like their burritos yeah everything else about it sucks yeah but their bacon's nice and thick yeah it's all right for fast food bacon. salty it's all right it's all right i've had better bacon <clears throat> well Duh. I don't want to eat this fucking microphone here soon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, fucking, I'm getting closer oh, and closer so to you, it. If you want to salivate even more. Oh, no. I had fat guys before I came I here. Was, I just thought about fat guys. Like, you were talking to me like, oh, this place that is right there what's in that, Tulsa. What's the one with the cheese in the middle? The, the Is it just the fatty? The, it's the, uh, yeah. the, the fatty or the, uh, the butter burger. Yeah, it's, the got, it's, got, it's got butter and cheese in the middle of the patty. The, I had yeah. a plain one the other day without a bun, and they just put it on a bed of lettuce mixed with like some mayo and some bacon, and, and it starts to drip. And it's, like you just cut into it with your fork, and it's just like oozing out cheese and some butter. Um, it's um, very a very good naked burger. Yeah. That's all you're gonna do. That's that's fine. But I had yeah. a I had a fun moment the other day. I was uh. I have this kid at work, and I won't say his name, but um, this is me trying my best to retell it, so if he actually hears this, he'll probably correct me just slightly, but not much. We had a, uh, you know, we're talking about working out, stuff like that, and, you know, I've been using the Bowflex that Museum from Carousel um, uh, gave to me, basically, and I've been working out like every other day. I've been doing, like, five reps of 10 on the max weight on there. He's like, there's no way you're doing that, old man. I was like, yeah, there totally is. <laughs> he caught you, old man. Oh, he's 22. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm 15 years older than him. So, I mean, kid. like, I could almost be his dad. But he's way taller and broader than I am, right? Like, he's 6'4". He works out a fair amount. He's pretty cocky. He's pretty funny. Right. But he's he's way younger than me, right? Full of testosterone. Always wanting to show it off, right? And he's like, well, if you're doing that, he's like, prove it. Arm wrestling. I was like, I'll just kill you. Like, I'm very <laughs> confident. <laughs> like, I have Don't a, do it. Don't do it, boy. There's only <laughs> there's only one person there that probably beat me, and that's John John M. And John M. is an old powerlifter who also still has a lot of, like, hidden strength, even though he's overweight. But John's really, really fucking strong. But, uh, yeah, I was like, yeah, I, trust me, I, you don't want to. Fat is just a camouflage for strong men. I mean, most strong men are big. I got a lot to carry around. You know, when I do push-ups, I'm I'm bench pressing more than most people just doing push-ups. When I stand up, man, I'm doing. When I stand up, I'm doing leg lifts. <laughs> I'm doing leg lifts. <laughs> you you're doing two hundred pound squats. That's cute, cute, <laughs> for cute. Um, so yeah, I was like, yeah, I'll do it, whatever. And so he gets. We get, you know, we square off and get set up and then have one of the other guys, like, call it, right? I usually have a lot of fun with them. All right. Go. Bam. And we t- we're, we're testing each other. And I was like, all right, so go. And there's some tension there. I was like, go. Come on. Go. 
He's like, you a did bullet. that, didn't you? you I did. That. I was like, go. And then it was just whap. And then, and then he, he tried again, and it was just whap. And then he did it again. It's just whap. I was like, are you even trying? Are you trolling me? Because he really does troll me a lot. Right. He's like, no. I was I'm like, trying. He's like, I, I'm really uh, trying. Yeah. He's like, you're a motherfucker. Uh-huh. I was like, whap, whap. <laughs> he didn't even He's go like, over the top. No, I didn't do the over the top. Just it was almost instant. And he's like, "So what's going on here?" I was like, "You realize that one of the, my jobs was like carrying cast iron tubs, like a long time ago." Me and Matt, that used to be on the show, used to work through this plumbing supply place. Mm-hmm. We carry cast iron pipe. We carry gas pipe, which is heavy as fuck. We carry cast iron bathtubs. It was like a a very high end like plumbing supply store. We either did industrial or higher end residential is what we supplied for. So the bathtubs are anywhere from like 450 to 600 pounds. And a lot of times you didn't get a lot of help. So you'd roll this bathtub off a box truck and have to move it off the like five feet off a box truck onto a dolly. And most of the trucks didn't have lifts. So you had to get good at doing that, which is really tough right? and scary. And then there would be like upstairs. So sometimes you could get a dolly and sometimes you had to put the bathtub like open side down lift up the top part of it, get under it, put mm-hmm. your back into it, and then grab it reverse hand, and you'd look like a turtle walking up I mean, with your face almost on the stairs, like getting up the stairs. It was brutal. Yeah. But we and him got really fucking strong with that job. Well, I bet. Like, a lot of the guys there worked out, but you had to. Even the old old man, there was a 60-year-old man that would put a fucking ba- tub on his back and turtle around. In the fucking warehouse. You do what you need to do. Like, you just had to be strong at that job or you just sucked. Well, sure. And all the plumbers, you know, would make fun of you if you couldn't move shit. Like, they're just... <laughs> that, like, that you're, you're working like, with uh, the salt of the earth and these men don't give a fuck about your feelings. So you better, that, that you better figure like it a, the hell out. Uh, fucking uh, retail establishment I used to work for. Mm. That uh, mm. they sold gazebos during the during the spring and summer, right? Well, shit, half the time, our back end was understaffed. Uh, like, it was me and Your two back other end guys. was understaffed? Yeah. <laughs> back end is in stocking. You so. can't see it, but I'm face palming right now. As in, as in stocking. Um, it was me and two other guys. Mm-hmm. So, there were days where I'd be stuck back there by myself and, oh, we sold a gazebo. Okay. Motherfucker. Those things are fucking 10 feet tall. Uh-huh. Those fucking boxes. Uh-huh. And they weighed like 500 pounds. Work that shit out. Oh, we did. On the regular. <laughs> like, just <laughs> throw that shit on my back. Grab the... Grab it by the... Uh, the plastic straps that are going around it. Just heave that fucker up on my back and carry it all the way to the front well and it's i don't think a lot of and this may be me stereotyping i'm sorry if i am but i don't feel like as many younger adults do a lot of the manual labor jobs that we used to do oh my gosh i don't work with anybody but maybe one person that had manual labor in their background okay but you have like a sample size of what i I mean, mean i have 55 people work with me that's a pretty small sample size, dude. I'm pretty sure that there's 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 people out there that's done some hard shit. <laughs> well, I've got a I've got an older guy that works with me that I know has. 
right? But like the younger guys that work with us, like no, yeah, not even close. Well, shoot, I've seen, I've seen. That goes people... back to me and Jason talking about guys at work working out, and then guys at work that just grew up lifting heavy shit because you had to. Yeah, and it's like exactly. farm, farm boy strong is what it is. Exactly, where I grew up, it was farm boy stuff or you're in a steel mill or you're a fisherman and all three of those things require a lot of upper body strength uh and that's that's where i grew up i got none of those traits well aside from you guys being my friends that's like one of the other reasons that like you guys are selected when i had to move as i figured you guys weren't a bunch of pussies no 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 not a pussy I'm pretty but, sure that that's good. I mean, Thank like you. perfect, perfect example. I'll I'll accept the uh, the the compliment. Thank you very much. When we were doing the whole uh, uh, whole bathroom remodel, uh, part of the compensation to, to my wife's cousin was a new uh, a new stove, right? So we ordered a new stove for him at the same time. That's a fucking awkward movie. Well, you could put it on a dolly. Yeah, but. I go to get it loaded at Lowe's when it's available. Um, dude who brings it up can't even fucking lift the side of the box he's on. So me, who's not done any manual labor, like true manual labor, daily for over a decade, I just finally say, dude, just, just fucking move. And I just end up bear hugging the sides of that fucker just lifting it onto the back of my truck yeah well like i was telling you guys like that big heavy couch that i have out there that was me and my dad yeah that thing weighs a shitload oh that couch it's a steel frame yeah that couch is like 400 pounds yeah and the couches he got for his place to replace that one are even heavier let me tell you my dad's legs were all wiggling when we were moving that thing into his house oh yeah but your dad's what and he's Almost 60. Uh, my 60s. father is 61. And his dad's smaller than him, too. He's just lean. He is lean. He's lean and mean. Not really mean, but I'm just way more <laughs> fit for a man his age than should be. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. <clears throat> but then I'm again, I'm I mean, definitely the, the fat family member. Shit. So am I. My, uh, Shit, my mom's 71, and she can lift an empty fridge. Don't piss off any mom. My my mom does CrossFit. That's right. At 71 years old. And she didn't even start working out until after my dad had a liver transplant. your mother's 71? 10 years ago, yeah. Your mom had you in her 40s? Uh, My mom was 38 when she had me. Damn. Were you like the last child? No. I the was first? the first one. Damn. Wow. Yeah. Well, my my <laughs> parents didn't even <laughs> your, your mom Your mom waited like your mom waited like twenty four more years than mine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Well, your mom had, had you way early, so um, mom liked to play house. So. Um, 
No, my parents didn't even uh, get married until my mom was 35. So your mom didn't play house. She played doctor. <laughs> she didn't. Yeah. Just, I don't know what the hell they were playing when she was 13, but goddamn. But <clears throat> no, my parents didn't get married till they were 35. Um, and my dad is actually my mom's second marriage. Yeah, uh, but uh, so yeah, I mean, my mom's older, but to be honest, having kids that late, I think, kept her younger. And then when my dad had his liver transplant, uh, what, ten, ten years ago, eight or ten years ago now, um, you know, she was like, "Well, fuck, one of us has to take care of ourselves." Um, and she started doing shit like zumba and whatnot and then like a couple years ago she just she started doing crossfit and running marathons the woman the woman benches my weight she's like that p90x craze yeah yeah (laughs) that was a good warm-up i mean (laughs) she she's deadlifting 260 pounds and at five four, what? <laughs> yeah, my mom's only five four. Wow. All right. Let's see. Now I'm completely. I feel like okay. Now I feel real bad about that dozen of donuts. I feel real right. bad. But hey, they were delicious. Oh my! Um, my mom makes me feel horrible about myself every time she posts a picture to Facebook about she's the like, next I just did a ten k. Yeah, I just did ten k, and I'm like. That used to be me. It's bad when your 71-year-old mother starts doing things you used to do. Well, I am physically exhausted by thinking about a 10K. <laughs> I mean, but every time I, I hear about somebody running a 10K, I got this friend, Ryan. He's a firefighter. He's really fit. He's been on a fitness craze for years. He used to drum my old band and play bass. But um, every time he posts something about this new five or 10k or 15k that he's running i think of that scene in back to the future three where that old cowboy goes run for fun what the hell kind of fun is that exactly every right. time i see somebody posted about running i'm just like fuck that's now, like my least favorite. i will like, say uh, i'd almost rather rub my ass raw on asphalt than run yeah two miles <laughs> now i will say about uh i just <laughs> Like, that's how much it appeals to me. Like, you know how your dog Dog scoots. Yeah. (laughs) Just human, overweight male, scraping ass on asphalt. That seems more appealing to me than running two miles. Now, I will say I was fairly (laughs) proud of myself about a year and a half ago. I never mentioned it on the show, but my mom was coming here for a half marathon. And my dad does, like, the 5K fun runs and whatnot that lead up to those marathons. Um, so, so he wouldn't be, uh, doing that by himself. I did it with him. I actually ran the entire fucking thing with only like two weeks prep. So I felt pretty happy with myself. My knee fucking killed me afterward. You weren't able to walk after that. Pretty much. Because my knees are the entire reason I quit running. I remember but, it. You you were yeah, you couldn't walk. Yeah. Like you you had to you had to use your fucking cane for for Christ's sake. 
I, I actually just, I, do in, own several canes. In my case, I just think the level of chafe that associated with that would just suck. The last time I, I'm not even no no. Yeah, yeah, it's I like, agree. It's like a, it's I like, agree. I um, uh, there is no way that you're gonna see this fat ass run down a perfectly good fucking road that a car can go. <laughs> and if it's a fucking mountain trail, fuck it. I, I can I can see that shit on YouTube. <laughs> I'll watch somebody oh. run. I won't do it myself. I like to watch it on TV. I, I don't. No, even I like just that. imagine myself. It's like, oh, like I'm trying to think of exhausting. like the level of things that would happen. Like, like the amount, like the chafing. Like it's just that's all I can think about. There's so much chafe, and I know there's ways to get around the chafing, right? But it's there just are. like it's like it's like a seal. If a seal could like move its arms on that like that seal skin rubbing against each other, that would be my legs, Gold, and it would just die. Gold Bond would be your friend. You know how some, you know, most of those fucking runners have somebody along the fucking sidelines that give them fucking water. He'd have somebody that, you know, gives them water and then fucking like 25 feet down the fucking line. He's, you know, another person just gives them fucking bottle of Crisco. So like fucking dump that shit. You'll you'll love (laughs) this. Need oil up, baby. Like if there was like if, if like about every five feet there was a vent that just faced up and blew up your shorts, I might consider that. No, there's so. There isn't. So you'll love this. It's like air conditioning for your balls. I I actually, if... Like, uh, don't you ever do that in the summer? It's like, man, it's really hot. Just going to prop my leg up on the dash. Uh, then you get the wind tunnel effect going, and it's glorious. No. Uh, <laughs> you never I've, been on a road trip and just stuck your foot out so that you can get the wind tunnel effect down no. your shorts? It's amazing. Because I'm it's, usually driving. You could do that while you drive. That that's how that's how you what end the up fuck. You that's end up, how you end up in like a twenty car pile up. Yeah, you only need one foot to drive. Yes, but if you get into any kind of crash or say you slam on the brakes and, and your fucking say, left foot like, is out the fucking driver's side what window, happened, and I'll just say I was airing out my balls. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't want to be broken in half that way. Like. <laughs> You can split me top top down, side to side, but not there. There, there is. You, I don't. You're want not that. cracking my hips like a wishbone. I'm sorry. <laughs> not there. There is no fucking way you'd see my fucking legs up on a dash at all. I've seen the fucking horror. No. horror form you know, pictures of that no, shit. That reminds me. Of, you saw I'm, that uh, fidelity they released for Cabal, Mortal Kombat. Yes. Oh man, it's. It's that bad. It was, I, he does something to get the guy going, and then he comes back and hits him with his sword, and splits the fighter down the middle. Yeah, like crotch to head, or it might be head to crotch. Head to crotch, all the way through the feet, baby. It's super brutal. Super brutal. Okay. I'm probably gonna pick up Mortal Kombat. Um, oh, I'm definitely when, when, picking up Mortal Kombat. Oh boy. That'd be the dog. That 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 that'll happen. Now I will say this about the one thing I learned from my mother starting to run marathons uh-huh. is the Route sixty six marathon that happens here in Tulsa. That marathon goes from downtown Tulsa right through Midtown, you know, Brookside area. Right. The marathoners hit hit the neighborhoods in the Brookside area. Right. And there are people just lined up with 
shots of alcohol instead of water for the runners. Oh, yeah. Because that helps. <laughs> oh, dude. Uh, my brother ran with her the first time she ran the marathon a couple of years ago. And now, keep, this was my youngest brother. So, couple things you should know about him. He's two inches taller than I am, so he's right around 6'6". Motherfucker weighs about as much as Rusty. <laughs> or he did at the time. Running this marathon, right? By the time he gets to Midtown, uh, and we see him, he he looks like a beached whale. He's like... <sighs> and then he sees the vodka table, and he's like... I'm second wind. Oh! Second wind. He grabs two in each hand. <laughs> and just downs three of the fuckers. I'm good, thank you. Yep. And, and because it was chilled vodka... <laughs> He takes his hat off, puts the vodka in his hat, and throws his hat back on his head. Five minutes later, I hear the scream from down the street. <laughs> As the vodka hit his eyes, it was amazing. Um, I'm watching but this fatality. You're watching that cabal f fatality. It's glorious, sir. Wow. It is glorious. Freaking glorious. That's just something really rando that's kind of funny from somebody I know very well. Other Jason you guys have met during yep. the different parties. So he got a speeding ticket the other day, and I'll describe it as I show you guys. This is what he sent the uh, city of Tulsa. It's a picture of a bulldog, and it says thank you in the middle. Uh, and on his little message here, he says, so I can read that. God damn. Got a. Got a Zoom. Are you blind? I am pretty blind. Said it was an honor and a privilege receiving this citation. Thanks again. I look forward to doing business again. Warmest regards. I left five stars, a five-star Yelp review as well. And then he's got a picture of his check for a speeding ticket. <laughs> this guy. God, he's a dweeb. This guy. <laughs> but, I mean. It's actually it, kind of surprising if you've ever ridden with him you'd know that it's like he drives like he's 19 and he's 41 i think shit and he drives like 95 everywhere he, it he's is like, made it from from eufaula up to this very house in like 25 minutes it was not quite 25 but it wasn't much more I like you'd be like i'm on my way and like half an hour later he's here he's like how the that's a 45 minute drive so <laughs> shit that's a he routinely goes 30 or 40 over that, the speed of that. That's almost an hour and a half drive if you hit hit those freaking lights through Okmogi wrong. Right? Fuck. What lights? I hate those fucking lights. What lights? Wink. So, I was going <laughs> to ask you, Rusty, did you have anything interesting going on this week? Fuck. Interesting? Not yeah. really. I mean, I, I did actually... Um, I said that I was going to get into the, the, the Anthem... Dem demo beta whatever you want to fucking call it weekend uh, weekend yes weekend we'll just go with anthem weekend it was the open weekend uh so uh i recovered my origin account because i conveniently forgot how my you know my password for that uh and uh 
got it downloaded, downloaded fairly quickly, but, uh, you know, got into uh, Anthem. And of course, the the Anthem demo doesn't give you any kind of anything to start. Like, it starts you somewhere after what I imagine the, uh, you know, the tutorial mission would be. Okay. So it really doesn't give you any, like, inkling to the story or anything like that. It basically just dropped you into the fucking, like, hub area and uh, and lets you go. Okay. Uh, and uh, there, there, was, there was a couple things that just felt off by the whole thing. Of course, when you're in the hub area, you're in first-person view. Yeah. Uh, and you move like your freaking boots are tied to the ground. It's so slow. It's it's so fucking slow moving from point A to point like B. Like the floor is and molasses. So I mean, we've all three of us have played Destiny. You know, you mm-hmm. know the tower. You know, getting from point A to point B in the tower still required a little bit of time, but it, uh, for the most part, the important shit was right in the middle. Yeah. Right. So except for Zer the fucker. Yeah, wherever he decided to pop up, right? But um, when you're in uh, in the, I think it's Fort Tarsus is the is the place, the the hub area. It's big. It's a fairly large area, and I don't see it actually being fully utilized. It's just a lot of window dressing from point A to point B, uh, trying to make it feel a little lived in. Uh, so there's a lot of NPCs and conversations that are happening, and then I just kind of, you know, slowly breezed by, you know, that shit. Uh, and I ended up just, all I did was maybe a couple missions. I, I didn't actually, it didn't click for me, and I'm going to explain what the deal was. So I was playing on PC, playing keyboard and mouse. I already heard that the key, you know, the controls for that was shit. Uh, and I wanted to give it the best raw feel that I would get uh, if I was playing on PC. So I, I just loaded up the first mission. And I think it was like a triple threat or some shit is the name of the fucking mission. Um, and you get your bargain basement fucking like, you know, your, you know, it's the Ranger, you know, Javelin is what you start with. Right. With just like the shittiest weapons that you could get. And the, you know, the base, uh, abilities, a uh, frag grenade, uh, uh, a missile, and, you know, your alt, which is basically a bunch of missiles Tony Stark style. So right. uh, <clears throat> I, I played through this mission and I, and I immediately felt like these enemies didn't have any real substance. Like I was firing my guns at them. You know, I play Warframe, right? So most of the power is in your guns and you know, it's augmented by your Warframe's abilities, right? Right. Uh, but I've got some really good guns in Warframe, so I kind of rely on the guns a lot. Uh, in, you know, in the Anthem, at least in the demo, the the guns didn't feel like they had any weight to them. There's just no... It didn't f- sound good. It didn't fire right. It felt like you were shooting peas. It was terrible. Like, it... it took your fucking normal grunt, you know, cannon fodder fucking enemy. Uh, it took a few bullets to, you know, to take them down, but you had to hit them in the head to be able to get that done. Otherwise, you would go through an entire fucking clip trying to kill one. 
Uh, and there was a couple, you know, areas which were, you know, like spawn restricted. So, like, so there could be some weapon balancing that still needs to happen. And it might be just the fucking, like, starter weapons, because the starter weapons in all games are shit. Yeah. Uh, it's just the feel of the weapons being, they felt hollow, is what it, you know, is my takeaway from it. Just, they didn't have the firepower behind them to make me feel good about this being a looter shooter that relied on is it, do you remember the shooting in Mass Effect 1? Uh, yes. Oh, Is God, that what yes. it felt like? Uh, somewhat, yeah. The, the the shooting in Mass Effect 1 was different because it didn't have a clip. It had a, it had a cool down. Yeah, but everything um, didn't really feel punchy. No, it, it, it really didn't. And you felt like you had to go through like three or four cooldowns to kill something, right? Um, it felt like that, only there's... A limited amount of ammo and you have to kill something to actually get it to drop ammo it is good in the fact that when you pick up an ammo drop from an enemy it reloads the gun automatically so cool you you do have that going for it and i'm and i imagine and i've seen videos of the weapons actually getting a little bit better but they're still basic fucking like kinetic rounds whereas the uh whereas the the big thing about Anthem is having these elemental combos happen. So they missed a big, big mark by not including like an elemental ability to a gun. Like it might be something in the legendaries that's not shown in the beta or whatever, but uh, the, the uh, idea of getting like a legendary weapon that can prime fire, for instance, and then have your, javelin abilities be able to detonate that which is a big thing in anthem is getting those prime and detonations for massive damage that's great it just seems like the weapons don't have any of that so they're afterthought for a looter shooter and the amount of weapons that are in the game that's not a good sign you know if you're relying on the looter shooter aspect being upgrades for your javelin and the weapons being a secondary thought you're 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 already setting aside half of the possible loot in the game to be kind of shit so that doesn't feel right it didn't that's that's one of the reasons that it didn't click for me uh the movement movement once you get used to it it feels all right though i completely agree that playing this on a keyboard uh, and mouse, they didn't think uh, they didn't think this through at all. Like there was some, there's weird fucking button combinations to be able to do shit. I and I think if you hit X, uh, it's it starts your ultimate. Well, X is you know in a weird spot because you're trying to crouch or jump or whatever, and you hit X by accident, you use your alt, and then pff, it's gone. You know when you need it. So you didn't try putting on an Xbox controller and just doing it that way? I could have, but I'm in the same camp as a couple other people I've seen online that's, that absolutely, totally fucking refuses to do that. I mean, if I wanted to play a fucking game with a controller on my PC, then why the fuck am I playing it on my PC? It's a, it's a shooter, and I don't know about you, but... If I'm playing a shooter on PC, that automatically 
means keyboard and mouse. The only reason I say that is there are certain things where keyboard and mouse are not as good, and that's usually in the movement camp. Right. So when there's a six degrees of freedom thing, like I would never fly keyboard and mouse and say Elite Dangerous, with flying being a focus with this, like that to me would almost automatically put me on a, a controller. Right, but the game is primarily a built for console. shooter. It's a shooter built for console. That is a given. I mean, you just look at the entire picture. You know, we've it's already talked re- about this. It's not this. being released on Steam, right? Uh, no. This so is... they're not going to release to a mass market of PC users. It'll be a console. Right. So you're looking at, you know, you're looking at good a, a good amount, like, what, 96% of the people who are going to play this game is going to play it on console. You know, there's a small amount of people that would actually play it on PC. I'm one of those people because I've got a beast of a fucking PC and I want to fucking use it, you know? So, I mean, you could always play Metro on the Epic Store. Oh, give me <laughs> fucking more fucking fuel to the fire here. But no, it's, when when I when I put this down, I, I did actually hook up a controller. It does play better with the controller. You know, just the controls, the analog sticks themselves make it easier to, to fly. Right. And that's really it. I mean, the flying and having the buttons... Uh, you know, set up in a logical fucking way on a controller makes more sense than a keyboard. Right. Uh, a keyboard and a mouse does, though. You can tweak the key uh, the key bindings on on PC, and I'm sure that'll be the first fucking thing you do once you kind of get into you know playing it on PC is tweak the key bindings to make it feel more comfortable. Or for me having the abilities on the numbers instead of having the weapons on the numbers would, you know, would make it a lot easier for me being a Warframe player to actually, you know, brain what I'm doing, you know? Uh, so, like I said, I only played maybe one or two missions, uh, and the, uh, the, the, the problem, the, the things that stuck out to me was... The balance wasn't there. It didn't feel right. I played uh, one solo and one multiplayer uh, mission. It's the same mission, basically. Just wanted to get a feel for what multiplayer would look like. Uh, multiplayer is fun because um, you've got more enemies and you've got more, you know, you've got more opportunities to do combos, which makes ultimately makes things die faster. Um, and you can get through the objectives, you know, a lot quicker with more people. Uh, it's for, you know, for me, I also want to be able to, you know, I, I wanted to see what the solo adventure was. So I played the first mission solo. Uh, I found myself in a uh, situation where I was constantly running around a fucking circle, trying to regain my shields. And I did, and, and only using my fucking, Frag grenade, my rockets, and then when my ult came up, use that. Because I felt like the guns were useless. I could not actually kill anything with the gun. So, uh, it just... I just threw away the idea of actually using the gun for about five minutes and just ran in a circle just using my abilities. Which, not good gameplay design. Didn't right. feel right. Uh, the other thing that I, I ran into is right at the end of that mission, it's uh, it has you has you fighting three kind of mini boss you know style enemies that have shields and fly around and they're 
a pain in the ass when your fucking guns don't work really well. Uh, and once you finally kill them, it says, well, go collect the thing. Well, the MacGuffin for this thing was like a manifold of some sort or whatever, but uh, you had to go and pick this manifold up, but it has a little shield around it, and it says, oh, well, there's these locks. You have to unlock it so that you can pick up the manifold. Oh, really? And it's like, okay, that's great. That's awesome. So there's these three fucking points all the way around this, like, you know, uh, circular arena, and you have to go and flip them to a different symbol. Nowhere in the fucking, like, you know, audio cues or anything like that does it tell you that you have to find the combination anywhere. You just kind of, like, have to figure it out. And it took me, you know, it took me about five minutes for me to figure, you know, to, of just being frustrated, going around, flying around this fucking area, being super frustrated that I couldn't figure this shit out. Uh, And all of a sudden I I, I stop, I, you know, I I stop playing the game for a second. I I get up, I walk away, I, I come back and I look at my screen and I notice that there's a color flashing on a wall. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Whatever. I'm going to go find out what the fuck that is. I go over there and I find out that it's a it's a little hidden symbol on the fucking wall out of the fucking way, not super apparent or anything, but that's the symbol for that lock. And I'm like, okay, that's great. Let me go find the other ones. And I finally end up getting the MacGuffin for the fucking mission or whatever. So it didn't like give you a hint or give you any kind of idea that the lock would be somewhere in the room or the solution would be in the room someplace that hmm. that was really readily apparent. You just kind of had to figure it out. Uh, so it was kind of frustrating. Yeah. Um, at that point, I had all of the extra shit that, you know, that I've ran into. I have, have you know, got stuck in a rock at one point. Um, the, you know, all of the the feelings that I had with the guns and the, and the abilities weren't, weren't driving for me. And that was kind of like the straw that broke the camel's back. I was like, okay, fuck this shit. And I turned it off and I didn't go back to it the entire fucking weekend. That tells me right there. It can't grab me. This, this, a lot of people had, you know, had, uh, kind of said, Oh, well, this is kind of, the same thing as Warframe. I can tell you, as a Warframe player, no, 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 no. This is a Tony Stark simulator. It's bad. Um, it's probably not ready at launch. It probably won't be ready for a little bit after launch. It's going to be one of those we'll fix it later situations. I'm not even getting into the microtransactions. I'm not even getting the fact that it's EA. I'm just saying that raw feel from the gameplay it's not finished it's not ready well it wasn't supposed to be ready remember well it's not it's not ready it wasn't ready for you know for testing let alone like consumption you know like this is you know sure it's a drop in the bucket as far as the whole fucking you know whole package of the gameplay is right Uh, it's a demo and i only played like a portion of the demo there's there's there was more of the demo to play and i just didn't do it uh but i can't imagine that it's going to you know to fix some of the feel issues that i have 
The, you know, the movement controls on keyboard and mouse suck. The weapons don't feel like they're powerful enough. The, um, you know, the, the abilities, while they're, they do damage, they don't have punch to them. Uh, it just didn't feel right. Like I hit the button for rocket and poof, shot a rocket and boom, it exploded. Okay. You know, it just didn't, it didn't Felt have like it needed a lot of rebalancing. I think this is the year of just don't pre-order. Yeah. It's, it, it didn't. It didn't feel right, and I know that's really hard to quantify with, you know, with a description. It's just that for me, that didn't just it didn't click. Yeah. And this went from being an anticipated game to I'm going to wait a little bit longer and see. Well, did did you see you have another you have a another beta key mm. emailed to you? Did I? Yeah. When? I'm looking at my uh, email so, now. Uh, so our mutual friend David sends you a key through Ubisoft. Oh, through, for, through Ubisoft? Yeah, mm-hmm. for Division 2. Oh, if it was through Ubisoft, then I haven't gotten it yet. You but should have gotten an email too. But I, I didn't get an email. Fuck. So you'll find an email soon. Um, yeah, that or a message. So... I was I was hoping oh it might be on Xbox that's the thing oh because I did play Division on Xbox yeah. I have to actually have to load up my Xbox I had to dust that fucker off like literally dust it because it's been fucking it's been just sitting there for months no so uh, Division two did have a beta it's still an open beta it's not it's not like just is it just this weekend or is it uh yeah i think so shit um division 2 actually opened up a beta uh and i that was what yesterday yeah okay and i and i watched a bit of it i was at work when it you know when it opened so i was watching twitch when some you know when some of my streamers were actually uh were playing it and my first impressions just from watching the uh their gameplay of the demo there uh, is that it's more of the division, but it is starting at the point where the division currently is at instead of, you know, the initial launch of divi- of the division. You know, right now on the lunar sale, by the time we get this up, the lunar sale will be over, but right. it's five bucks. With the original division? Yeah, yeah. but there's nobody playing it. I have a friend of mine that I usually play VR and Seven Days to Die was sent me a message the other day. It's like, hey, Division's $5 on Lunar Sale. Right. Mm. But nobody's playing it on PC. There, There isn't actually a whole lot of community to play that game at on the moment. PC. Uh, so the, the Xbox community is still pretty strong. But it. And that's getting a resurgence because Division 2 is coming out, so people are just kind of getting back into that mode. Um, but... The Division 2 looks a lot more, a lot like The Division, only way more colorful and way more open. Whereas you had Manhattan, I believe it was, in uh, in the original, uh, yeah. where it was kind of corridors of buildings and not a whole lot of open space. Uh, they're setting The Division 2 in uh, D.C., and the base of operations is the White House. <laughs> so uh, it is a little more open 
uh, and a lot more colorful with, you know, greenery and white buildings and, you know, and, you know, all of what VC is really. Uh, and it's, they're doing something a little bit different with the health system. So you have body armor and you have your normal health and you have to repair the body armor. I don't remember that from the first yeah. game. No, that wasn't there. That's a new wrinkle. So you can repair the body armor. That's their health packs. Whereas your normal your normal amount of health will auto regenerate. Yep. But there's not a whole lot of there's not a whole lot of um, hit points there. You know, at least at the start. Yeah. Uh, so there's there's that uh, the abilities looked pretty similar to the original game. Like, you have the auto turret, the, the seeker mines. And they're whatnot. making quite a bit of retweaks, or retweaking, but yeah. Yeah, the um, uh, the weapons looked all right. I saw uh, saw the guy get in uh, an AUG. They're, and... they're definitely retooling the weapons quite a bit. Right. I'm sure that they've learned from their SMG days from the First Division. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, they're making it so that the uh, the weapons are you know, a little more balanced and have, you know, have a decent feel to them. Uh, and that's good. Uh, I, I saw maybe two, three hours. I was busy, so I didn't really get to watch a whole lot of it, but I listened to it, which is a weird way of consuming Twitch content, but Hey, whatever. Um, uh, everything that I've heard, so far and saw of the division two looks good it still has some of the bugs like it has the disappearing floor bug uh where the floor is there but it's completely you can see through it yeah and uh i think that was an early bug in the division which you know got fixed fairly quickly uh and there's some enemies that didn't take any damage no matter how much you threw at them uh, so there's that. And then one of the biggest, you know, uh, the biggest gripes that people had about the division was that they felt like the enemies were just giant bullet sponges because they could take 50 bullets and not die like superhumans. Um, and at least during the demo, it felt like if you shot somebody in the head, they took a fuckload of damage and they would fall over pretty quickly. Uh, yeah. So... And it might be based on the weapons and the level of the enemies or whatever. Sure, there's going to be elites that are actually armored, but you can see them in armor. You know, they've got head armor and body armor, so it makes more sense that they would be able to take more shots to the head. Things, you know, little changes like that make things a little bit easier to, uh, you know, to to grasp and, you know, accept in a game. So I, I, I agree. I think that it's, you know, that it would be something to look for. You know, I wasn't necessarily looking for The Division 2 because who the fuck am I going to play it with? I mean, honestly, that's one of the problems that I have with, you know, with these games. If it's a, if it's a squad-based game, who the fuck am I going to play it with? I'm going to be playing, honestly, with, uh, playing a game with some fucking, like... You I'm know, not looking forward to a lot of squad-based games. I'm looking forward to good single-player experiences with the f- option of occasionally playing multiplayer. <laughs> and I'll tell you how much multiplayer I play. So, like, I, again, I won't rehash everything, right? But playing more Battletech still, right? Right. And playing the 
basically the roguelike mod or mode. And there's a mod called Rogue Tech that adds another whole way to play that game. But it has a multiplayer skirmish mode where you can fight against other players. I have not touched it, and I have 200 hours in the game now. And, and you don't necessarily need to. The the, um, the I've heard the that idea. it's really fun, but I'm just like, it's just like XCOM 2 has a multiplayer mode. Right. I've never really touched it. it at that point, you're playing chess. Just fucking play chess. I mean, honestly. Uh, uh, well, the, the other thing about single-player games is I can pause them whenever I want when I'm doing stuff. I typically do meal prep on my days off and things like that, and I will play games and then pause them while I do something, come back to it, which multiplayer is not conducive to that. Like, once you're doing multiplayer, you're locked in. Yeah, you're You're, you're locked in until you're, you're done because everybody else is relying on you, and I don't like that feeling, I guess. Um, I like, if I was playing that. on the reg with you guys with something, I might do something, right? Like, we played some Monster Hunter together. But most of the time, I'm just into single-player games. Well, if you're playing with a squad that you know, like if I was playing with you guys, um, and I had to, you know, stop for, you know, 10, 15 minutes, I don't have to worry about some fucking raging fucking, like, preteen on the other end of the fucking internet trying to, like, you know, give me all kinds of fucking bullshit or, you know, or drag me into a fucking, you know, fight that, you know, that will end up getting my character killed before I get back or some bullshit. I mean, if you right. guys did that, I could, you know, I could fucking punch you in the face here. I know so you in story. real life. So, uh, so I could do that. Um, not that I would, uh, <clears throat> just the, my time frame means that I am going to probably be playing with Australians or, uh, somebody in China or, or in probably not China, but, you know, South Korea or, you know, you know, Asian countries, you know, because that's, uh, I played during their time of day, which really limits my ability to actually play, you know, uh, play good squad paced games. I mean, I know uh, I've got more you know, more acquaintances that I play games with in Australia that I've never, that I've ever had in my, you know, gaming experience ever. You know, I, I've got like 40 people that I know from Australia that play Warframe. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh, so getting into the division, I'd love to get into it, but that game really does kind of rely on having a squad, you know, to be able to do the missions and the, you know, the, the raids or whatever the fuck they call them. Um, you know, to be able to do those. And I, I have good memories of actually doing those. Oh. Uh, well, shit. <laughs> I was granted access to it too. What? Well, you probably, you were an active player too. Yeah. Uh, to the division. Um, so I sent you an invite as well. And Nas. And my wife. Just now. Okay, well, I haven't gotten it, so. Well, no, it's probably going to come through Xbox because it's tied to your Ubisoft account. Okay, okay. Um, Which is tied to your live account, so. Go figure. So I'll end up having to play it on fucking my, uh, my fucking Xbox. Great. You'll have to turn your Xbox on, sir. That's okay, I guess. I'm not really happy. Turn with it. it on. I don't want to. I don't even Turn know if on. I've got. 
I don't even know if I've got live anymore, honestly. And if and if it asks me if I want to uh, to subscribe for live, I'm probably not going to do it. <laughs> Waste of money. Um, but yeah, so the division two happened this you know this week just you know just a couple days ago and or just a day ago and it'll be a few days after you hear this. But yeah. uh, it looked all so right. I'll update y'all next week. Yeah, it looked all right. I plan on getting some time in it this weekend. And you'd be the expert because you've been you've been playing at, uh you've been playing the division after I stopped, well after I stopped. Yep. Uh and you're familiar with the current systems and the division, you know, the first game. So you'd be able to see whether or not there's any changes or upgrades to the division 2. So report next week. Yep. And this yeah. is the private beta, so it's not, there's not like there's a whole bunch of. But they're allowing streamers to stream it, so there's, yeah. I mean, that's, normally a private beta, you know, also has an NDA, you know, yeah. which is, it's kind of odd that they allowed streamers to stream it, but, I mean, it's good press. Well, I think it's private to the fact that there was only a certain portion of the um, player bet of the the continuing player base that got it. Gotcha. Okay. So um only people who've logged in within the last couple months, maybe. Right. Um and then um uh, um of course anybody who pre ordered it. Yeah. The pre order oh my fucking God, you just opened you, you just hit that fucking can of worms, right? So the division two has one of those spreadsheet style check boxes of the uh, the thing you know the the benefits for fucking pre-ordering from what store versus you know what version of the game that you decide to get right so there's the standard version the ultimate edition or whatever the fuck it is i i I don't know but if you have to put a fucking grid style fucking checkmark list of the things that you get for the game versus all the all the different editions you're doing it wrong. Please, please, developers and publishers, stop this. This is the worst thing well, that you could do. So far, the only thing that is uh, that is be- being given for uh, for pre-orders that that you're not going to be able to buy the base game in is. Uh, uh, the three-day early access. Again, right. another one of those things that just needs to uh, stop. There are a... Uh, um, and there's a set of collectibles that is done with pre-order that you won't get Ooh. with the... like the Dark Zone Definitive Collector's Edition. Right, collectibles. Right. So you're you're basically able to wear a fucking shirt that says, hey, I spent a lot of money. Yeah. Here's your badge for being a whale. Thank you very much. Um, Honestly, there's not a whole lot early year that I'm probably picking up. Crackdown's going to be free here on Game Pass here, what, wow. next week, right, Jason? After yeah. Valentine's Day, so you can make yeah. sure you pay attention to your significant other. Um, before playing it, so smart on them for not releasing it right before Valentine's <laughs> Day. Um, now that said, I will have the division two simply because that is something both the wife and I 
do play together and sometimes that makes it easier to carve out game time yeah. well and that's next month and we've got i'll probably pick up sekiro shadows die twice that's for sure and then probably metro at some point that, but i'm in, that I'm in a weird wicked. spot i'm in a really weird spot with games right now where i want to play some stuff from last year i didn't mess with I'll probably mess with VR a little bit more. There's something called Vox Machina that I keep looking at, even though it's not on a lunar sale of any sort, just because it's a mech warrior in cockpit style. It is a multiplayer game, but you're in a mech earning more money to buy more mech stuff. Right. And I'm pretty into mechs that are not Japanese-y, like mech warrior style mechs. It's very much that. So I'm super into that, and that's probably something I will pick up in at some point. Um, Astroneer just released, so I'm kind of on the fence with that. And I like just I'm really look. The only thing I'm looking at Lunar Cell for was VR titles, because um, it's a good time to get them because they're all overpriced. <coughs> so probably next week I'll have some more experience with VR because I think I'm at that point where. I need to not play two hours of Battletech every single day for the rest of my life and play something else for a bit and just wait for the next expansion. But I've only got 200 days left from the current campaign I'm on before it fizzles out, and I kind of want to finish it. Yeah, so Battletech is one of those, you know, it's a it's actually like 40% off right now in the Lunar Sale. I'm thinking about picking it up. I have 200 hours in it. I know, but you are into that kind of game. It's a turn-based game, and it's... Uh, it's a different kind of XCOM. That's basically all it is. It doesn't use XCOM mechanics, but it's a an XCOM style game where you create your own character, right? Create your own max, create your own loadouts. And it's just, they do roguelite very well. And there's a mod, like I said, called Rogue Tech that I'm probably mess with at some point this year. Mm -hmm. That is kind of like the Long War mod for XCOM in that it, it turns the Cold Campaign completely roguelite includes some of the missions that are in the uh, expansions um, on top of doing other things and letting you change the rules for how you loot mechs and the rules for how you put things together and allows you to change the uh, way loadouts are set up because right now loadouts are based on the mech type. Right. But I have a fuckload of fun with that game, and it's just satisfying. Yeah. It, so I, I've been in a really weird position for the last couple weeks, you know, uh, I just have not had a lot of drive to pick up anything new, which really sucks, you know, and I kind of want the stuff that I've got to work right and to entertain me. And I've been having problems with my VR headset because of the USB controller. I just checked it was delivered. So I'm going to be tearing apart my computer and putting in a, uh, you know, a very specialized USB controller so I can get my, you know, my uh, VR to work. So that'll probably be what I'll be doing tonight. And if that doesn't work, I'm going to probably punch or something. I was going to say, this is probably the time to pick up any lingering VR titles if you want that. Yeah. I've had a lot of fun with Gorn if you're into that kind of thing. I think Gorn was the best gladiator game I've ever played uh, and never knew I wanted. Right. Uh, um, the Gorn movement's the best. The... um. The thing with VR for me is, and it's kind of weird that I picked up VR because most of the stuff that you see in VR is very gimmicky, uh, and and I see that like the Gorn movement, sure that's that's fun, but it's also kind of a gimmick. Uh, they make fun of the tickle thing uh, a lot, 
where you've got a mace that is essentially a rubber mace, but you're be- beating people's heads in with it. Um, the problem with Gorn is that uh, I- I've actually punched my desk once with it. <laughs> oh, have you been playing it overnight while I've been asleep? Uh, I, I've I've played a, a couple gladiator matches and I've punched my desk. I went right directly through the freaking guardian system in my Oculus and punched my desk. Um, That's amazing. <laughs> and, it's and one like, of the ones you want I, to put the I grid bet, up so you yeah, know where I you're at. I bet that felt nice considering how solid your desk is. That and I, I've you know when you punch the desk, I, I luckily missed the round part of the touch controller, so that didn't hit. Like with full force, it still hit the desk. I thought I broke the fucking controller there for oh, a second. Shit. Uh, but yeah, I fucking punched my desk, wrapped my fucking knuckles right on that desk, and it pulls me, it pulls you right out of VR. That pain does. I'm telling you. Uh, <laughs> like what? Fuck. Shit. <laughs> like, fucking. How do I pause this thing? God, I'm tearing I'm up. Just gonna now. have to lose. <laughs> uh, the uh, so. I've gotten really, I've gotten really used to my room setup for, basically my room is just long and narrow, right? Because I have a, I have about what six feet between the uh, fireplace and the couch, right? Yep. And then I've got basically ten feet back from that, so it's like a six by ten grid, and it, I probably ought to just turn sideways, right? Mm, no, nah, you know what I'm saying? Well, you could, but I'd have less forward and back, but I'd have way more side to side. Yeah, well, you. You tend to move side to side more in VR than I noticed, at least. Well, with Gorn, like the Gorn movement, you move your hands like you're crawling across the ground, basically, to move. And there's no turn. Like, there's a way to set it up so you can just move with the controllers, but I like the stupid knuckle dragon movement. So when you turn, you just turn around and then move your arms, right? Right. Like, you just turn naturally. So that's... And that's fine for your setup. I'd need to make sure that my room scale works otherwise. And and I've lost my position in my room that way playing Gorn. So, yeah. Gorn's fun. I, I will give it that. Uh, but it's kind of a one-note thing. You know, you've got, you know, rubber swords or rubber weapons. And you, you know, you, the game is you beat the crap out of people. <laughs> sure, it's fun to do, but... I mean, ultimately, you're just playing a game to beat the crap out of people. Um, you haven't gotten very far. Uh, I have, you know, I, I play a lot of fucking Beat Saber because I, I think that fucking game still holds up. Oh, uh, I do too. Um, Audio Shield's on sale right now for 10 bucks too. Yeah, and Audio Shield's alright, but it's not Beat Saber. Um what I want from uh, from a game is kind of like a a mist or a ribbon or you know like a a three D puzzle. Um, well, the Talus Principle is like five bucks right now. But I've played the Talus Principle though. I mean, so I know I know everything there is to know about the Talus Principle, and I remember being so fucking frustrated with that game that I had to look up solutions to some of the you know the problems. Um, because it's a it's a difficult puzzle. What I want is something that's a little more story uh, story based that kind of gives you the puzzles that really utilize the three D capabilities of you know you know of the you know a VR set, headset, um, and 
I'm still searching for it. There might be a game out there, but I'm I'm I haven't run into it just yet. Like Carnage, Carnage Chronicles will be done at some point. That'll be probably more fun than it is currently. I like it a lot, but it's a little bit content light. There's a roguelike dungeon crawler that I thought about picking up that I may pick up. That's only fourteen bucks right now on sale. Yeah. Um, and then of course Vox Machina it may be something I really do pick up, yeah, regardless well, of the sale. I'm looking at raw data. I think that's on sale too. Uh, raw data is fun. It does require kind of a workhorse for a PC for it to look good. Okay. So there you go. Turn up super sampling a little bit. Okay. Um, it doesn't like my tracking very well. So that was, I've played it because I have it shared with my friend. Right. Um, I'm a little bit bigger fan of Sorrento VR right now. I like the movement in Sorrento better. Okay. Um, raw data is more of a corridor shooter. And that, like, things come towards you, or Sorrento, you, you can see the movement on it, but you're not quite used to movement like I am. Yeah. I need you to play Robo Recall. Maybe at some point, if it's on sale, I'll pick it up and run that weird it's, thing that yeah. lets me do that. Or you can, oh, you can fucking come over and actually see my fucking VR setup. I mean, at some point. But, you know what? Let's go ahead and take a break. All right, I'm we'll be back. Down for it. Thanks for yeah. leading that in because that sucks to fucking edit. Asshole. Um, You're welcome. Fuck you. <laughs> We're just going to talk like this for the rest I'm of the I'm going to fucking beat the both of you with my fucking massive <laughs> penis. Hey, so. <laughs> okay. Right here. Tiny penis. Fuck. All right. <laughs> As he reaches for the camera tripod. This camera tripod's been sitting in the fucking corner for, what, two years now almost? With a camera on it. It does still have the camera on it, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that little bitty. That, that little bitty fucking, like. It's yeah. funny that it's on that big-ass tripod. It, it is actually hilarious. But you know what? That, that thing actually had pretty good resolution for being that tiny. When it's, we get the fucking webcam. <laughs> I feel like at some point. Our goals this year are to take this to the next level, and that will be part of it. What, going back to, like, video? Yeah, I think You're going to put have... me on a fucking video? Yeah, it'll be fun. I don't want to be video. Hey, so... the guy that's on, you know, behind the camera? I want to be the guy behind the camera. So, I mean, it, it give us something to drive on our YouTube channel. Yeah. yeah. Post the podcast both ways. <sighs> Just saying. <sighs> <laughs> We'd have to actually clean up around here. I mean, I you, did a, you, did, you did a you did a pretty good job, but well, I mean, the the cable management still looks like this spaghetti. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But they won't be seeing our cables; they'll just be seeing our ugly mugs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure if I want that. And the sex dungeon blankets behind us. I don't have a sex dungeon, you know, blanket behind us. I've got the closet that I come out of every fucking week. So you know what that. That probably oh, act that's a pretty bad. good green screen to throw that's a graphic a up behind myself. Yeah. Green screen, there's a thing. Yeah, I could just throw a green screen up behind me and be like, yeah. 
Just wear all green and you could be a, t- a literal talking head. You could wear a turtleneck. That'll never happen. <laughs> you, you, you could, could be, look like an actual you, turtle. You could be the mouth hole in the closet door. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Another facepalm moment. Thank you. Oh, God. He's writing it down on the fucking... The post-it note. Be the mouth hole in the closet door. Oh, I didn't write that one down. No. <laughs> Part of the challenge of this is, like, trying to keep the conversation going while you're writing down yeah, random you're, things. Yeah, you're terrible. You're terrible about things like that. Multitasking. <laughs> um, oh, so boy, we've got things and stuff to talk about, and I want to jump in. Um Rusty, you played a little bit of is Apex Legends. Apex Legends, yeah. So, uh, it so yeah. Apex Legends um, is a battle royale game. Uh, it's squad based, which is the big you know is a big difference there. Squad based, you know, uh, uh, games like that is they they tried it in you know in PUBG and I think Fortnite where you can have teams. Um, I don't know. I play, haven't played Fortnite, but uh, it's a three-man team. Uh, when you start a match, you end up picking like a legend or a character, um, and uh, and uh, you these characters have their own abilities. Like there's a there's a, a, like a, a med a medic kind of uh, person that can use their abilities to heal. Uh, there's a stalker that can basically track people you know, pick up foot, you know, pick up footprint trails of people and kind of track them down, uh, which is kind of cool. There's a, uh, kind of like a, uh, a, a, a void, witch kind of, you know, person that can turn herself invisible and be kind of stealthy. And then you, you know, set up portals, uh, from point A to point B and have the team be able to use those portals to flank, uh, which is kind of neat. Uh, there's quite a few more, but you know, that that's just the, you know, the basics of it is they all have their own, you know, their own skills and abilities and ultimates. Uh, and it's a battle Royale where you, uh, when you jump out of a jet, because that's how all battle Royales start, you jump out of a, you know, a jet or something that's flying over a bus or whatever the fuck it is. Uh, when you jump out, there's one person in the team that's dedicated to kind of directing the squad. So all of you fly in formation you have the option to kind of break off from the squad and fly your own direction if you want to. But if you just let things go, the one person that's directing the squad or the squad leader, you know, kind of flies everybody down. You go. So you're all in a group already, which, you know, kind of prevents the whole like, oh, I dropped off in the other side of the fucking map. I'm, I'll meet yeah. up with you soon. Um, and it's very squad based. So, you know, you can get you know, you can get knocked down or knocked out of, uh, you know, of the game. But if you pick up somebody, you know, if you end up defeating an enemy, you can pick up a banner and be able to go to a spot and use the banner to revive one of your teammates, which is really cool because most, you know, uh, most of these, um, these battle royale games, if you get knocked out of the game, there's really no incentive for you to sit there and spectate. You know, you're, you're done. You can't be revived. You're, you're basically a spectator for however long the fucking match is. And those matches can take anywhere between 10 to 30 minutes, depending on how good right. people are or whatever. So very similar to PUBG in that aspect. You no, know, it, because, you know, because you can be revived, 
and you're there with a squad, generally you can match make, but you can, you know, invite the, you know, your squad. So it's people that you know that you're, you know, you're playing with. Uh, and if you feel like they're going to be able to revive you, then you stay in the game and spectate for them, uh, which gives you kind of an, uh, an opportunity to be the, uh, the eyes over the shoulder for that person as you, uh, as you kind of spectate. Gotcha. Um, weapons are, they, they're punchy. Uh, they've got uh, a decent feel to them. Uh, the, there's some, uh, you know, some different things that, uh, that it does that I haven't seen in other Battle Royale games where you can get a down shield, which means when you get knocked down, you pop up a shield over top of you and uh, you can kind of direct the shield in front of you so that you can not get immediately killed. You know, right. you have the opportunity to kind of survive some of the damage coming in uh, so that your uh, your teammates have an opportunity to pick you up. You can't really do any damage during that time, but they can't really damage you as long as you have the shield up. Uh, which, you know, it's a small change, but that kind of changes the dynamic on how you uh, how you prioritize targets. You know, you're not going to throw a bunch of fucking bullets into a shield when the, you know, the dude's teammate re is right there ready to take you out. You're going to be looking for the teammate. Right. So you're kind of prioritize targets differently. Um. <clears throat> the uh, the abilities kind of feel make it feel more like uh, uh, more MOBA ish, if that makes any sense. Uh, it's like okay. an ultimate, basically. Yeah, you you have ultimates that you know that I mean, will recharge and basically like uh, what's the Blizzard game? Overwatch. Yeah, o Overwatch. Yeah. It feels kind of Overwatchy. You know, as far as the ultimate Just in a the... in a battle royale mode. How many right. players is it? Um. Uh, so there's what, what is it? Is it 15 or 20 squads? I can't remember, but it's, I mean, it's squads of three. So there's a decent amount of, a uh, uh, decent amount of uh, players on a, on a map. You know, it's not, I don't know if it's uh, the, the maps that I was playing. I, I don't know if they were fully populated or not. It's got a lot of following. Like it dropped but over the weekend and it's already got like a million people or something. No, like I that. had 10 million concurrent players 10 million. Last, yeah. last weekend. 10 so million. that's a dumb amount for a game that was basically like, oh, we made a uh, we made this thing here it is, oh, boom. We yeah, you know <laughs> we we made this game nobody asked for, but we thought they might be interested in, and so, it turns out they were. So things uh, things like this is this is made by Respawn, which is the guys that did you know, Titanfall. Yep, uh, and of course Respawn's under EA, so this has got the EA moniker over it, uh, and there was some concern uh, about this. So it's a free-to-play game. You can go out and uh, download Apex Legends right now, play it perfectly fine. Um, and, of course, being EA, you're going to have microtransactions. Uh, and uh, the, the the deal behind it is that they're trying, they're, they've done nothing but cosmetic you know, microtransactions. It's all skins. Weapon yeah. skins, you know, hero skins, things like that. Uh, there is a loot box that you can get, uh, that you can purchase, which is controversial because of the whole loot, bo loot box thing from last year, right? Um, and it's uh, it's like a dollar per loot box, uh, but it gives you, you know, but 
the way that Respawn has built the screen is that you've got, you know, a very large portion of the screen dedicated to what what possibly could be in the loot box, what your chances of getting a rare is, you know, the, down to the percentages, what, you know, what you could get from the loot box. So it's super clear that you're buying a loot box and it's a random chance. Okay. You know, three, I'd say two thirds of the fucking screen is dedicated to that, you know, that information, which if they're going to have loot boxes, that kind of needs to be there, you know, cause you know, there's plenty of places in the world that kind of are rebelling against loot boxes and games anymore. Don't disagree with that. You know, so uh, it, it does need to be there, though. It's a bad decision to even tempt fate with it. Even in a free-to-play game, I Especially think it's Especially still... you and your history of $600 and certain free-to-play games. And none of that was loot boxes. Go figure, right? If it was loot boxes, <laughs> it, would, it would be like, I'll just sign over my fucking paycheck to, you know, to digital extremes. But uh, yeah, I, I play the slot machine way too much. So uh, I've been avoiding the shit out of that. Um, ultimately, it's actually really good. The The graphics in this game are, are nice. The movement, while it's not the Titanfall wall running movement, the movement is still, you know, fairly is, fluid. Is still fluid. You know, you've got, uh, you've got the ability to kind of slide down slopes and you know gain speed that way. Um, it takes out the whole building mechanic from uh, from Fortnite, throws that the fuck out of the window. You don't need to build anything because the, you know, environment itself is you know good enough. You know, and it has the ability. There's these. I don't know, they're kind of like balloon things. You can kind of rope up to this balloon thing and you have the ability to kind of fly or jetpack a little bit. Uh, like you're, you know, kind of like the bounce, uh, the bounce pads from Fortnite. Gives you the ability to pop out your, you know, your glider for a little bit uh, to, to traverse some area. But um, ultimately, I think it's, you know, it's, it's a, ba- a battle royale. So take it or leave it. I mean, if you like battle royales, you probably like this one. Um, is a different take on it. Uh, and my biggest problem with Apex Legends is that it had to have taken some development away from like Titanfall 3. I mean, it's respawn, you know, and there it's the Apex Legends is kind of is set in the Titanfall universe. Um, but it does, it's, I just have a feeling like it took away time from uh, from Titanfall three, which I, I, I'd like to see. I mean, I didn't, yeah. I didn't play Titanfall two, but I've heard that a lot of people didn't, and it's really good. You know, it actually was. I didn't, <clears throat> I didn't finish it because I never actually bought it. But you know, I rented it for a day, and what I did play was good. Right. You know, I think it was underrated, and I think that I'm yeah. I'm part of the you know the crew that. Should have probably picked it up, but didn't. I mean, it was more Titanfall, but it was improved Titanfall, if you could get that, you know. But isn't, you know, I, I thought Respawn was also... And there was much more story to it than... Wasn't Respawn also kind of, you know, the you know, was the developer behind the Star Wars um, game? The, the one that didn't come out? Yeah. No, yeah. I thought that they're the ones that uh, that are behind the current star wars project oh they might be i can't remember off the top of my head yeah and 
EA has already kind of said that they want to get that game out this year, and I don't yeah. think that's going to happen. That's the uh, it's the smugglers one. I forget. Uh, oh no, it's uh, I think that's the Fallen Order, something like that. It's it's very yeah. similar. Yeah. Um, but you you count the amount of you know IPs that respawns pumping out this year. You know, you got Apex Legends, possibly t- you know a Titanfall title whether or not it's titanfall 3 or not uh and you know that star wars project that they're kind of you know uh, ea's put them to uh to task to you know get out this year it has me worried for that uh you know for that development studio yeah but yeah they're uh and if anthem fails working on fallen order yeah and if anthem fails you can just you can bet your you know you can bet all the dollars that you know that the pressure is going to be on whatever whatever IPs are left you know for the year the EA is going to put that pressure on those developers uh to be able to make the earnings for uh for the earnings call next year the the biggest thing is i think it EA's biggest failing so far in the last year and a half hasn't necessarily been uh the games or developers of been putting out as far as mechanically or story-wise or anything like that Mm -hmm. it's been more related to all of shit they've gotten for loot boxes and well uh microtransactions etc so they just need to move away from it is that the focus on multiplayer with literally everything well they're they're looking at games as a service that's basically they're basically all in on that which means that that kind of takes anything that would be a single player game and throws that idea to the wolves because you can't make money off of single player games as far as EA is concerned. Yeah. Um, and there Even isn't any little developers do it all the time. Do it all the time. Right. It doesn't make money in the amounts that EA wants. So this is this is the big thing e- that I run into with, uh, with EA. EA. Want- EA wants Battlefield, Call of Duty amount of money for everything. Everything. Well, look at, you know, if you look back at... But uh, then again, I mean, you look at it, there are there are single-player games that have made close to that amount of money. I mean, Witcher. Right. You know, it. off top of my head, I'm starting to get too tired to think, but there have been Red Dead Redemption games. 2. Yeah. It's a, it's a single-player game. At first, they've they kind of tacked on the multiplayer, which is you know take it or leave it. But uh, but that's a single player game done by you know you know done by Rockstar, and was it twenty six million copies or something like that was sold? Yeah, it's something ridiculous. It's a stupid amount of money, and you're thinking sixty dollars times that. That's a fuckload of money, right? On the gross earnings, yeah. Right. They also so, spent almost a billion making it. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the thing. If you've got, you know, if you take into this, uh, the EA call, uh, they did an earnings call where they basically said that uh, Battlefield failed them and that they're uh, that they're playing, they're blaming the single player aspect of uh, of the game as the uh, uh, as the deciding factor is why that failed. But Battlefront fa- Battlefront oh. Two failed them just as hard because of the freaking loot boxes yeah but if uh for ea that was a last year thing this yeah. is this is a this year thing 
Uh, and they're looking at, you know, going forward, doing the games as a service. They want to put microtransactions in everything. Yeah. They want to be able to, you know, to wring as many dollars and cents out of people as possible. And, uh, and honestly, if you look, just take a step back and you look at it, most gamers, myself included, are judging a game based on the, you know, on the publisher's, te- you know, you know, little icon in the corner of the box. Yeah. You know, we're looking at uh, an EA game and saying, oh, well, I don't want to play that game because it was put out by EA. It is true. You know, and what what EA has right now is basically a branding issue. They have a uh, an issue where they as a company have been so, you know, put, you know, they've put themselves in a position where they've got uh, such negative press around their name that games put out with their name on it are going to suffer because of it. And that is not a good position for a company to be in. That is a big, big branding issue. Yeah. You know, where their their brand is causing their products to fail. Yeah. You know, so they have to get in front of that and they have to they have to write that ship quick. Otherwise it's gonna fucking capsize. And it's on the verge of doing so right now. There are people right now that I've talked to online that won't play Apex Legends, a free-to-play game, no upfront commitment at all, will not play that game because it has the EA brand on it. That is telling. That right there tells me that there are people out there that have just completely, you know, tossed all the games that have EA's name on it into the garbage bin before they've even tried it, you know, before they've even played any of it. Uh, And that makes, you know, that makes all any of the developers, the, the studios who actually put the heart and soul into their games, any, anybody that's underneath EA that puts them under, you know, that puts them under the gun really, because they have no, you know, they're losing support for their games, not because their games are bad, but because the publisher that is putting them out, that puts their name on the box is causing the games to tank. So, you know, if EA comes back, you know, over the next few months and says that, you know, that Anthem failed because of, you know, because of, you know, issues, I'm going to fucking call bullshit because Anthem, Anthem fails because a, it's got, you know, it had uh, been pulled out of the oven before it was done. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and the decision to pull it out of the oven before it was done wasn't BioWare's decision. Uh, and well, BioWare is still a story-driven studio that hasn't put out good story-driven content in a while. BioWare's really worried about it. But I BioWare's BioWare's you know, kind of lost their center. Yeah, BioWare's core group is gone though. I mean, what we well, know about BioWare this makes, this is makes just me worried name. about about Dragon Age that's supposedly coming out, right? If this fails, there's no Dragon Age. Well, there's there's that. And while I like the Dragon Age games, Dragon Age Inquisition was not the best game. No, it was better than two, but definitely not better than one. But one was more of a squad-based tactics game. Right. So, you know, while I mean, I liked Dragon Age Inquisition. It had, uh, it had its, you know, it had its good moments, but... 
there was quite a bit that I didn't like about you know Dragon Dragon Age Inquisition, um, and that's I've played through the game twice. Uh, the uh, the the thing is is what it boils down to is this: me as a gamer, I don't want to be the you know the kind of person who sits back and says. Well, I listened to EA's earnings call because how many fucking times have you listened to an earnings call growing up playing games? Yeah. Why should I, as a consumer, as a gamer, be concerned with a corporate earnings call and whether or not I'm going to be able to get a game? Why should I be concerned with that and whether or not that game that they're going to be putting out is going to be good sure. or not. It, you know what? The it, Some of this crap almost makes me wish for the times again where your most reliable sources for, uh, for any kind of news gaming related was two magazines. Right. Well, Game Informer and PC Mag. That was it. I was going to say Nintendo Power. Nintendo but, Power. Well, and Nintendo of, Power. But that was kind of Nintendo. But that kind was of Nintendo-centric. Yeah, polishing um, their own rod, really. Um, you know, and and speaking of of uh, uh, studios and, uh, and publishers who've kind of lost their center. Um, so Bloomberg uh, wrote a story earlier this week. Uh, that according to some of to some of their sources, um, EA Active or Activision Blizzard is actually uh, planning to announce more job cuts Tuesday. Oh, huh. Um, according, uh, basically shares dropped another two and a half percent. It's down to less than $43 a share. Wow. Okay. Well, so that means that more people have to get cut because that's going to... So, well, that combined with the fact that Overwatch and Hearthstone have... uh, Overwatch has pretty much been flat as far as number of active users. And Hearthstone's been losing active users, like, bleeding out. Want to know why? Hearthstone... Is Hearthstone originally was a discount magic, right? Yeah, and you know, and it's just basically set in you know the uh, uh, in the Azeroth you know play space, right? Yep. So Hearthstone was what the people who like to play Magic: The Gathering or any really you know really any trading card game. We're picking up on that game because that was the closest that they could get on PC and mobile. Um, but recently, Magic the Gathering Arena has been, you know, been fucking knocking Killing it out of the it. park. Yeah. You know, if if you want to play a, you know, a, you know, a Magic game, if you want to play a trading card game, that's the one to get because it has pretty much everything that you that anybody wanted you know in a you know trading card game online has well, all the rules has actually all the... got 
you know, has the tournaments it's got built all into of it. the currently released decks. That and they've uh, they put out. You know, this is actually a really fucking cool thing. I saw this. I I I watched some streams of this. They've put out a plugin for Twitch, where it allows the streamer to turn the plugin on and do a draw. You know, a a draft deck based off of votes from the viewers so the viewers can actually build the deck and have the streamer play that and you know when the streamer is actually in the game it'll pull up a a vote option for the cards that's in the you know the streamer's hand to play so that twitch can basically play through the streamer huh i i thought that was really freaking cool that's pretty cool you know um that's that is really cool um but this this earning this shares drop is also combined with the disappointing sales from destiny 2 the fact that they're parting ways with bungie the parting ways with bungie could actually reduce their annual revenue by as much as 400 million well obviously because they're losing all the transactions from that Basically forecast right now, according to Bloomberg, has Activision sales dropping by 2% this year, for which is a huge revenue hit when you're talking billions of dollars. So I think Bungie actually got the best end of the deal when it comes to their, uh, their separation, because they basically got to keep their IP. Yep. Uh, and that doesn't happen often. And that doesn't happen very often at all. Uh, so they're able to continue with, you know, uh, Destiny 2 and any of the, you know, any Destinies after that, um, you know, and yeah, the, I think that the decision for that was, you know, was the biggest news that I've seen recently that was kind of an eye opener. Like, holy shit, that that's a big fucking deal for Activision Blizzard because. But I mean, they're not the only ones. Uh, Take two interactive even uh uh saw their uh their forecasted uh revenue for the year come about 100 million below what the forecasts were yeah so i mean for for a lot of the bigger publishers stuff is down period um but you know it's it's just adding to what's been building at activision for a couple months now well, there's yeah. the the player base is shifting. You know, there's a lot of people yeah. shifting from tried and true games to something new, uh, yep. and that's really not that's not new. I mean, you know, no, if you look at, at it, all. it's not new. You know, anytime that there's a quote unquote wow killer game that comes out, there's people that jump over that for a bit, and if they don't like it, they'll come back to wow, but. You know, recently MMOs have just been taking hit after hit after hit, uh, yep. and the only ones that I think you know are fairly successful right now are uh, WoW and Final Fantasy XIV. You know, I think those are the two big ones. ESO kinda, but ESO still has their tech issues, which a lot of people won't play that game because of the tech issues. Um, but the uh, the the, those are those are the big three that you know that jump out at my mind you know that was a big super huge portion of blizzard 
you know, Activision having these games, you know, Activision isn't, you know, is also kind of in the same boat as EA. And, you know, and Bethesda is also kind of getting grouped in there because of their uh, their failings with 76. Uh, it's the brand themselves causing the games to fail. Right. You know, people are jumping ship to different games because they don't like the practices of the company that runs them. Instead of not necessarily the gameplay, but the company that runs them is causing the problems. You know, the company that runs them is pushing microtransactions, which pushes the player base out. Sure, they're getting money from the whales, but the whales will dry up eventually. Yep. You know, and that I think that's another reason why, like, Overwatch is, you know, has started to, you know, to come down in sales. Mm-hmm. Because, sure, you could buy into the game, you know, but a lot of, you know, a lot of the revenues that they were pulling from was the you know, loot boxes, you know, the, trying to get the skins. Well, you know, Overwatch has been out for years. Those people who like the skins probably already have them. They're probably not buying any more, you know, loot boxes or they're just earning them through gameplay. Yeah. So the revenue is starting to die off on the hardcore people. And, you know, there's other games that, you know, other shooter games out there that people will pick up. I mean, Fortnite was a big hit on the, you know, on, you know, a lot of these games because it drew, it drew a lot of the player base to a free-to-play game. You know, so the numbers that Fortnite has is directly affecting all the other games. Not yeah. saying, you know, I mean, just reality. That's, um, the Fortnite effect is a, is a real thing. Uh, now, there was one piece of positive news that uh, Zabel Fine came out this week. Um, Xbox can... Microsoft Xbox actually confirmed that uh, here at the upcoming game development conference, mm-hmm. uh, they will be they will be announcing and giving more details on the rumored XKD platform, uh, crossplay development kit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that will uh, allow developers to actually be able to develop and tweak games. To not only cross-play with PC, but also Nintendo Switch, Android, and iOS. Right. So that when that first that information first dropped, it was uh, you know the way it was presented originally felt like they were just allowing Xbox Live to work on those devices, which isn't the case. It's just you know it's just the ability to develop for uh, for the platform. You yeah, know, using something that would allow for crossplay, which yep. is which, is all right. I mean, which also means actually being able being able to, and I imagine this is going to be part of it, it as part of their their build out for their new streaming platform. Right, is that that's also going to allow these developers on these other platforms to actually be able to build in ability to access. The multiplayer servers for that are currently there for Xbox and Windows, and that's what's going to make all of this happen. So they're taking the next step. So what what they're doing is they're probably you know uh, they're they're going to be coming out with the the streaming console, which is yep. essentially just you know Xbox hardware that allows for you know yeah. for the you know for streaming of games. Um, what they, I see their you know their their direction that they're going is that. 
they're wanting to get out of the console hardware game. They want to be able to provide the uh, the service because well, Xbox Live itself is you know, is I, their big service. I think they realize they're not necessarily going to completely ever anytime soon move completely away from the console portion of it. Right. As much as they're trying to focus on a way to make their product more accessible to people. So if you can put together a more cost-friendly streamlined console that's meant to stream the game off, that's rendered off of servers, you lower your price point, make your product much more accessible. And it would be the last console that they need to make. Exactly. It would be the last thing that they would need to make hardware-wise. That's and by adding, uh, well, iOS and Android not, and Xbox. Not uh, necessarily. You are going to have to have newer versions of it because as, um, as infrastructures for, as the internet infrastructures in the country get upgraded, etc. It's still gonna it's still gonna run off the Ethernet. That's the yeah. thing. You know, you're you're probably gonna have. Uh, everything that you need to run off of an Ethernet off of a uh, off of a router that's going to yeah. be completely separate from from Xbox. Yeah. The uh, the the idea is opening up to iOS, Android, you know, the Switch, which is kind of a weird you know weird platform, but I can understand from a mobile perspective that being a, right. a fairly beefy system to you know to be able to do that. Uh, but mainly PC, you know, is they're mm-hmm. trying to get out of hardware provide the service yeah. and ultimately allow you to play those games that would be Xbox games yeah. on more devices, which allows them to hit a much bigger market. Because right now people who are only PlayStation people, but happen to have an you know Android phone, can't access their games. So getting this service into their iPhone or into mm-hmm. a switch that they might have or something or on their PC allows them to broaden their market to just about everybody because i don't know anybody that doesn't have a fucking android or ios phone that's just like i've actually seen a uh seen a few people actually playing um fortnite on their android device yeah the battle royale yeah it actually doesn't look horrible now i'd never play it on my touchscreen if, if i were to do something like that you best believe my controller is going to be bluetooth linked to my freaking device and i'm pretty sure that was the uh, idea but uh you know there's yeah uh, we're both shaking our head like <laughs> we would never actually play fortnite I've, you know i've already tried steam link on a android phone because i was hoping it would go to ios this summer yeah. and I want an iPad. That's the only reason I have it. And I was hoping that it would work. I'm at a point right now where I'm considering trading this in for some kind of Android tablet so that I can Steam Link to my tablet. Might as well just pick up a Windows tablet, man. Don't go Android. (laughs) And well, cost. Except for the Samsung Android tablets, most of them are woefully underpowered. Yeah. Woefully. You you get the big Galaxy Tab. You have enough power to do something with, but the but everything else is just it's just basically a bigger phone with a bigger screen and less battery life. Yeah, and using the same processor as your phone, right? 
the same exact processor or worse. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah, get just get yourself a Windows tab, man. It just they generally have better uh, better specs. Yeah. Um. Now, I want to say I have a quick bit of news. All right. So you guys are familiar with Beamdog? Uh, yeah. So Skybound, Skybound, the people that bought uh, or uh, produced Walking Dead, right, have dabbled into games, and right now Skybound has picked up several IPs. So right now they have um, Slime Rancher, they have by Monomi Park, they have Long Dark by Hinterland, they have Skullgirls by Lab Zero Games, Dust Gambit from Adult Swim Games, and White Rabbit. They also took ownership of Telltale's The Walking Dead, and now Beamdog. And they're partnering with Beamdog to put their games on console. So a lot of these classic RPGs, such as the Baldur's Gate franchise, and actually I'll go through all of them. Baldur's Gate, Baldur's Gate 2, Baldur's Gate, Siege of Dragonspear, Icewind Dale, Planescape Torment, and Neverwinter Nights. They're moving all the remakes to consoles this year. Nice. Neverwinter cool. Nights was the only one that I actually played, uh, and I liked it. I've Both got all Baldur's them. Gate games are awesome. Okay, well, I played Baldur's Gate, but it at the time that I played Baldur's Gate, I didn't actually like it. Go figure. But that was Weird. that was when that was back then, and I didn't have a PC that was worth a dick back then. So oh. that was in the way back. So and then when they, uh, you know, when they re-released it, it was like, okay, this is dated. Well, I so. actually <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Baldur's Gate, the first one, of course, I played it on PC, but uh, like Baldur's Gate Two, Dark Alliance, mm -hmm. I actually ended up playing that one on xbox mm. on the og xbox with my giant ass fucking controller is kind of nice because i you know been with missing the breakaway cable Ooh, yeah. i've been missing my i've been missing my diablo and then that came out on xbox and i was like and eh, this is close enough yeah and diablo Oh, remember Diablo Lamb parties. Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. Um, um, taking but, my PC over to my buddy's place and using a patch cable. Yep. Right. <laughs> um, otherwise, I'm kind of newsed out. There's not really a whole lot. No, and that's just the nature of this month. And we're going to have some releases and things and stuff, right? got Metro that'll be out soon. You've got Sekiro's Die Twice that'll be out within a month. Um, we have Crackdown will be out in a week. Finally. Um, finally. Um, I mean, I'm not looking forward to it, but I know people that are, so. I'm going to try it out. I mean, why not? Well, you, you have you have the Game Pass. I don't, so. And for me, that's a steal. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, you're getting it on Game Pass, I mean, if you have that, go for it. Right. So we'll try it out, and I will definitely talk about it. Um, uh, there's a lot see. of magical orb goodness in that, and I plan. I think to... the original Crackdown is uh, is on the games for gold, so you can get that for free. Either way, I yeah. mean, there's some things coming out, and really, I'm looking forward past March for a lot of my game extravaganza. I think right now it'll be a VR extravaganza as I kind of get through some of that. Yeah, well, once I uh, I just checked and my uh, my USB controller card is sitting in my mailbox, so uh, yeah, you can have some fun with so that tonight. I'll I'll be building that up tonight and hopefully that fixes the issue uh, with my VR fun. and then I can start having fun with it again. Um, yeah, you have a that would be 
great, and me and you can talk back and forth about VR things. Yeah. yeah. Um. So our list of uh of new games coming out: Crackdown Three and Metro Exodus, um, and Far Cry New Dawn, uh, mm. all come out on the fifteenth. Yeah, New Dawn. Mm. Um, that one's coming out for thirty nine ninety nine. Yeah, that might be worth picking up. Yeah, for that cost, that's not bad. Yeah, I've well, I've got, I, I've, I've came into some money that I didn't expect, so maybe that'll be, uh, you know, I'll, I'll be able to pick up a couple there of those games. Um, Anthem is set for release on February twenty second. Yeah. Um. So. Let's see here. I, I that I'm um, definitely in the camp of waiting a couple weeks. I need to see the, the recycle uh, for that. Uh, for the fighter game lovers out there uh dead or alive six comes out on march 1st yay uh devil may cry 5 on march 8th so that's our releases for the next few weeks was it devil may cry 5 and uh what was the other game that they were that i forget what other game it was oh shit same developer but i forget what other game that they do now, uh, now, now it bothers me. Um, I saw something. I uh, saw a, a news article where uh, the uh, oh, and just to throw it out there, right after that, Division Two comes out on March fifteenth. March fifteenth. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, Devil. Can't they do Bayonetta? I don't know. Devil, oh, 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 Dragon's Dogma. That's what it was. Yeah. Um. So, the uh, the director for uh, Devil May Cry Five, uh, Devil May Cry series, is also the director for Dragon's Dogma. Uh, Dragon's Dogma was a really good game that was really highly underrated. I really like Dragon's Dogma. And um, he said that uh, he was given the choice between the two. To, you know, to develop first, and he chose Devil May Cry, but he already has ideas for Dragon's, Dog- Dragon's Dogma 2. So, that is coming, pro- I mean, probably coming directly after Devil May Cry. Is, he's, that's his next project, which that should be something that, you know, that piques your interest there, Justin, I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. So... He's already got ideas, and he said, man, so yeah. I'm done with Devil May Cry, so... The thing that kind of excites me about Devil May Cry 5 is that it will be at 60 frames a second. Oh, well, they have to be. I mean, I, and honestly, that, that doesn't really, you know, it doesn't really give me any, you know, warm fuzzies, because, you know, think of, uh, think of other games. Ah, uh, fuck, what was the uh, Crusader one? Uh, uh, Dante's Inferno. Dante's Inferno, that was one of the uh, things that they said about that game, too. Like, oh, well, this game will be 60 frames a second. Great. Did you make a good game? Because <laughs> I can make a shit game, so, you know, run at 60 frames a second. <laughs> you know? Right. <laughs> they need to make the game good. Yeah. You know, and if they get back to the original Devil May Cry formula. Which they are. Then 60 frames of that would be pure bliss. So let's see. Yes. see let's see what you happens. Know, I didn't realize Ninja Theory actually developed one of those titles. Yeah. Yeah. Was that emo Dante? 
Oh, gosh. Was it? Yeah, it was. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> so Ninja Theory almost ruined Devil May Cry for you guys. <laughs> because I, for one, actually did enjoy that game. Well, I overlooked a lot of the emo is. Yeah, it's, it's just play the game, man. I mean, honestly. Uh, with that, guys, uh, find us at TiltCast.com. Find us on Facebook and Twitter.com slash TiltCast. You can find friends of the show. Um, you've got For the Love of Gaming. You've got NoQuarters.net. You've got past episodes of the CarouselPodcast.com. Cabbage, KBG. Cabbage. Um, you can find uh, BMFCast.com and TBGP.TV. They still do amazing things. Yeah. And with that, it's the end of the show. All right. Peace.